podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock. Come on, son. It's episode 42, season 8 of the Fighting Cop Podcast. Uh, we're back together for the first time in like three weeks. I think it was the last time we would, we did it here. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Uh, what flown is filth? Hello, happy new year, big John Bass. Happy new year, everybody. I, I've talked about this on one for a weekend. Like, why? That I hate all that. <laughs> like, how many people have wished you a happy new year? I didn't. I don't keep count of these things. So a lot, though. A few, yeah. Yeah, and you just what did you do? You just went, oh yeah, oh yeah, happy new year. Like, it means nothing because everybody does it. Yeah, I've had enough. Yeah, but everything in life means nothing if you really bring it down to the brass tacks. It's a fair point. Yeah. I got a HNY just on a text message, and it took me about five minutes to go. What is HMY? Well, yeah, that's it. When, te- when I'm texting, when I'm texting, someone said it, and I'm like, for fuck's sake, I've got to type that out because like, it, it, it takes me a while to text anyway because it's a boring process. Yeah, and then you're you're making me you're making my life worse by wishing me a happy new year because I have to return the bullshit <laughs> that no one gives a shit about. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's yeah. a pleasantry, isn't it? <laughs> it is a pleasantry. I like pleasantries. Yeah. What What's your favourite pleasantry? Is that the only one? How was your weekend? How was your weekend? And I never told people how it really was to say it was all right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, and, and the other one, happy birthday on my birthday. 
like, lo- like last time loads of people t- tweeting oh happy birthday what, what do you want me to do respond to everyone <laughs> is that right no 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 it's a tr- do, do on, I have to respond to everybody on, on Twitter I just say thanks for the wishes I don't have a glad to everyone yeah don't don't wish me happy birthday right that's noted everyone's then. just going to do it now aren't they no 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 they won't because they know I'm being serious anyway <laughs> I should be much more positive than this because um, uh, we've just beaten Chelsea it we was, did I mean, <laughs> just, <laughs> just. It was a tough watch, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it was awful. It was like irreversible, but in slow, but like time, <laughs> times point five. Uh, ir- irreversible. That's a niche reference. For, I, don't, I don't know. Is it out to view a bit? No. I think most people are aware of the film. I mean, and, and the scene. It was a tough. It's a tough watch. Irreversible. Tough. Yeah. Oh no, I do know the film now. Okay, yeah. Sorry, I'm with you. I'm with yeah, Blucci. Yeah, all right. Um, so yeah, Chelsea. Chelsea was, was irreversible, essentially. Yeah. Um, but we, in the end, it was a happy ending, as opposed to uh, irreversible, which is horrendous throughout. Yeah. <laughs> Very clever film. But anyway, um, yeah, uh, a complete, um, I would say, domination of possession by Chelsea, but a very mature, defensive uh, performance by Spurs. We were very good at the back. We're kind of forced to be, because if we weren't, we'd have got pumping. But they didn't, despite all the possession, despite us giving up so much in midfield, they didn't seem to really be able to carve us open once I can I can think of. A lot of their shots are from range. We um, blocked a lot, didn't we? Yeah, a lot, a lot was blocked. Like Burnley-esque. Yeah, I think um, given that we were the home team, it was, a bit of, um, it was a bit weird seeing us play that way. But um, you kind of saw what Potter was doing. He's trying to drag them out of the press by you know, playing it short at the back and then just lumping it over. Which is where I the think, goal come from. Well, yeah, I think we could have probably found Son and Kane a, a lot more, and Ericsson, a lot more quicker than we did. Mm. But, you know, end of the day, we've, we won. Yeah. Yeah, that, I mean, for me, it's, it's exactly like T said there. We, we, you know, we did what we had to do to get the result. And I think Poch is, is doing that this season. We spoke before about Barcelona, that we, we kind of approached the game in a certain way to get what we needed out of it. Yeah. And I think that it's, it's just a bit of a, a bit of a change in terms of uh, the, the side, in terms of being a bit more mature in games where we need to get results is that rather like, than performances. Yeah, but you're looking at it like with rose tinted glasses, like it was a mature performance, or the other one you say we played horrendously and we were lucky. <laughs> no, because I think that we, we played consistently a, a certain type of football, yeah. a certain approach. Um, did did we play great on the counter? No, I don't think we did when we got it. We didn't use it particularly well. I don't think Ericsson had a great game, for example. No. Um, but I think we defended really well we and did. we didn't go chasing headlessly and getting out of shape. We we kept the shape and, and got we, what we needed out of it. It was frustrating to watch in that, um, while it was purposeful, like playing around the back, we weren't going to be hurried. And Chelsea were actually quite intelligent in how they pressed because they pressed to a certain degree and then let us play a little bit so they weren't like coming out of shape so there, there was a high press they were camped out in our half but when it was passed around the back it, there wasn't a great intent for them to try and get the ball and nick it off the defender it was very mature in, in, in the way they played and I think actually the, like you're talking about a mature performance it was that from Spurs because we knew what we were trying to do from the back and it wasn't working there was pressure coming from the crowd but we, we kind of maintain and stuck to a game plan. And uh, the fact is, the history books, we look back at that as a 1-0 win for Spurs. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's a bit like, a bit like a boxing rematch. The tactics changed. The first game um, at Wembley, we nullified Jorginho by putting Deli Alli on him. And we got the early goal and we caned him. Yeah. This game, we decided to step back a bit. Maybe Sari won the tactical battle of wits last night, we'd say, because Chelsea played their game and we just kind of... Um, I think... I think... Um, 
I think it was effective, but I think we wanted to counter more. We wanted to have more shots on their goal, and we didn't really manage that. So that's where, I guess, the frustration comes from. I guess that would be because, obviously, as you said, the Ericsson and Dele Alli performances, were, they were subpar. Yeah. And every time we tried to break away, Chelsea kind of read what we were trying to do with Rudel at the back as well, made things very difficult. I think, I think also it's probably a game... I mean, I've said this so many times, but it feels like um, we've had the same team starting since time immemorial, um, <laughs> yeah, especially Winston yeah. Sissoko, and neither of them covered themselves in glory. They just seem a bit leggy. Well, I suppose the truth think... this then. He said Sissoko was the best player. Uh, Depends how you look at it. Best know. forward player, I thought. People uh, going forward. I think probably... Sissoko kind of... Um, he's a bit of a hand grenade. That's what we call Palidio, <laughs> but that's, that's what uh, Sissoko is, you know. Um, and that's, that's kind of how it was last night, but... Um, yeah, but you weren't impressed overly with the performance. All of you inside the stadium, the, there was two throwaways, that we, uh, two, two comments you guys made. Yeah. One, that the referee had a horrendous game. Yes, he was rubbish. And it's weird, strange that everyone in the stadium thought he did, because me and Wendy were watching at home, mm. and I'm interested to see what you said, said, I thought he had an excellent game. I've never heard Wendy criticise a referee ever. He's so. that kind of guy, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. What do you mean by that? Well, he always said a referee had a good game. Why? Unless he's, unless it's, I don't know, unless it's some fucking, um, what? unless he's, unless the referee's obviously been, been bribed, <laughs> but Wendy always picks up the referee. What, For me... Wendy in a classroom, right? What do you, what do you imagine him? <laughs> Where do you imagine him sitting? I reckon he'd be sat by the front and if you threw a scratch up piece of paper at the teacher, he'd tell, he'd tell the teacher who threw it. Oh, yeah, do you reckon he was grass at school? Oh, massive. Well, yeah, yeah. I reckon he'd head dumped in the toilet a few times as well yeah. in his yeah. time. He's the sort of kid like Apple on the desk in the morning, yeah. accidentally calls the teacher mum, yeah. that sort of kid. <laughs> 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 I've done that. I've, I've done well, that. That's, that's disgraceful. But um, <laughs> it... I mean, you know, I mean, all, all just aside, it felt in the stadium that Chelsea were getting everything. Um, and I guess when you're watching the stadium, the game just, at home, you've, you've got, it's tied up in your head who's been booked and who's not. Sometimes <coughs> in the stadium, you forget who's yeah, been booked, because sometimes the card goes out and the game moves on. Yeah. Um, it felt to me that um, Delhi's first offence got a booking. I don't know if he did, I don't know if it was countless. Uh, it looked to me that's what happened. Lamella, the first thing he did, he got a booking. But However, but it was a booking. However, right, I've only seen it once. You guys have probably seen the replay. So, oh, yeah, over and over again, yeah. But um, the middle gets on the pitch and he, he does what he does. But no, when you raise your hands like that, that kind of indicates that you've done something. Why would he raise his hands? Do you know, um, it actually, sorry, I'm thinking of a different book, uh, thinking of the um, Harry Winks booking. Uh, the the, the Lamella, I thought he actually it, it was a fair challenge. They come across and he put his body in front of him. I think we, he made in a kind of aggressive action by put, stamping his left yeah, foot down. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I didn't think. I, I didn't even think it was a foul. Let alone a booking. So yeah, maybe in that, in that instance he got it wrong. Yeah, I mean, I, I also watched it at home. I thought the ref had a bad game. Really? Um, yeah, because. I mean, it's one of those things where when you're watching a game, sometimes you are obviously watching it from your own team's perspective, so you have a bit of a bias towards you know what's a foul, what isn't, what get, what's get gets given. But for me, it was like yellow cards when teams are on the breakaway, so someone like drag someone down or trip someone up to stop them having a breakaway. Rudiger did that twice by just like jumping through the back of someone to win a header. Yeah. That's the exactly the same thing as when someone's already gone past you and then tripping them. Yeah. And he wasn't picking up bookings for it, and it was really quite frustrating. All oh, right. So I, I mean, I thought. I think that it was because he was letting things go. People quite kind of enjoy that from a referee. But for me, it was a case of he just made some odd decisions with his bookings at the times when he gave them were very strange. He, he let, I think there's a passage of play where 
he lets three fouls go on Tottenham yeah. players. The moment he fouled him, he, he fucking... Immediately, yeah. But All right, I'll retract, I'll retract my position, and now with you guys, and Wendy's on his own. Yeah. Right. He, 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 belong, <laughs> he belongs in his own. Yeah. I thought you said he blocked me then. On no, no, he, he, <laughs> to be fair, he should, but... Um, penalty, uh, the, the, the penalty decision of VAR, one thing that, that, he, that he did get right. Um, Who got right? Well, he... He, sh- he so, wasn't going to give it, was he? No, he was. He was. Well, he's going to go. He was going to give it offside because of the linesman eventually yeah. put his flag up. But he then said that I need to check both things. Is he offside? If he's onside, then we need to check whether or not it's a penalty. Because the first time I watched the penalty incident, I was convinced that Kepper got hand to it. I saw the the ball move slightly, but he did go through mm. Kane. Anyway, so there was that process of of having to find out which. How long did it feel like in the stadium? It was 90 seconds. When, did, did it feel that way? But it felt a lot longer than that. I mean, that's almost two minutes. Yeah. And, um, but it was two decisions, so it was like 45 seconds of yeah. decision. Um, I don't know. I mean, you know, like in, when you watch the NBA, you've got the keyboard going, do, 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 do. <laughs> yeah. It felt like that, waiting yeah. for it. We were just kind of waiting for it to happen. Because we didn't even know it was VAR initially. Yeah. So I think there's a bit of a, there's a, bit of well, a pause. you're watching Kane, and the, the camera went straight to the ref, and he made the gesture. Yeah, but when that happens, the camera goes, on the, in the statement, it goes blank. It just shows oh. the sponsorship. It doesn't show the replay. So that's what they should do. They, they, should they sh- can't. They, they can't. Why? Because it incites a reaction. Yeah. If a referee gets, if it's a if it's a suspect decision, yeah. they can't show a replay in the stadium. No, I know they some don't. stadiums do. But I know yeah. they don't. I'm not saying they should show, should show a replay, but they should show what the VAR are looking at, and you know, because on telly you get to see what the the, the VAR that would go down pretty badly. In the, people in, be screaming. in the London derby, that would oh go down God. pretty badly. Are you where are you at with it now? Because I'm kind of I'm I don't want it. I feel like it's going to take something away from us from from my experiences of going and stuff like that and those moments of explosion. I'm not sure whether it's going to get pulled back, but it, uh, I've got to be honest. Now that I'm kind of calmed down on it, apart. You didn't even, I didn't even think about VAR once until it came up and then when it got up I kind of got on with the game I was worried about me thinking every because there was there was instances where the, the the decisions could have gone either way and it wasn't going to VAR it was only something like that would like a clear goal scoring it improved through the World Cup as it went on mm. so. yeah for me it's, it's, it's kind of like there's two elements to it one do you want that instant like gratification of bang you've been awarded a penalty like that feeling's amazing or you get you get a goal or whatever it is um, do, do you want to keep that? Well, yeah, obviously. Do you want right decisions in football? Well, yeah, obviously. The problem is there's not something that can give you both those things. Mm. And VAR is, is kind of the closest you can get to saying, well, OK, we're going to give you the most accurate game of football you can possibly get. But you definitely lose something. You do lose that. Like when the, like Kane gets completely wiped out by Kepa, normally I'd have been like, get him, we've got a penalty, I'm buzzing for it. Yeah. Immediately I was just like on a downer. Oh, is he offside? Is he going to give yeah. this? Well, and we, so wouldn't then have got it. we wouldn't have got it anyway. Like when when he went through, I thought he was offside. Yeah, same. And then and then they, they played on because the referee didn't actually the, the linesman didn't put his flag up until and and apparently that was a bit weird. He was t- you're told you to put to your flag up so keep they, up. and yeah. keep it up when they know what's um, what's being contested. But I don't see he had, he had his flag down. Well, um, I, 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 didn't, I struggled to celebrate the goal because the kind of moment had gone. Yeah. That's the worry, isn't it? What, what did you think of Sari's comments? That, have you seen the, it back? Have I you, don't want to watch anything back. I want, I want everything I say to be fresh. I've not watched any interviews or. Uh, but have you seen? Have you seen the VAR bit? Mm, not, not properly. So there was two <laughs> angles. This is probably. Do you know what? I've seen about? this. Yeah, it's quite funny. Sari had a. They had a. They showed him a laptop, like the one we're looking at, in the tunnel, of an angle that looked like Kane was offside. 
it did look from that angle. Yeah. To me, it did. And then the one that VAR are looking at went straight down the line, and they've got this bit greyed out. So the bit where on if he's onside, it's greyed out, and then they switches to the offside position, and then you can kind of tell if he's yeah. level. Um, uh, Joe Cole said that his shoulder was offside, but you're not allowed to score with your shoulder, so he's onside. It was so tight. Yeah. I mean, if you'd have been given, it's, the thing is, VAR has not cleared this up really. But he, he, sorry, said it was definitely offside. The, I've seen, I've seen a whole bunch of uproar on Twitter about it's nothing about the VAR. It's the fact that Kane dived. Dived. Um, he was clad. A, a lot of people say this dive. He's, 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 um, he did the same thing against Carrius last season, and that um, he anticipates contact and dives into the contact. Well, to not die, which is what yeah. which is what you should do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, to not you know, break your legs. If the car's going to come at you, you're not going to like dive into the car, are you? Um, not only was it a penalty, um, I think I haven't watched it. Kepa should have been sent off. Well, originally, I thought there's not. You can't have like a double jeopardy rule. Yeah. No, you can't. But that you can if he if he doesn't make a deliberate a- attempt to play the ball. I think he did. Well, the replay showed that he didn't look at the ball at all. He was looking at Kane the entire time. So. But on that evidence, if you'd have gone for the ball, at some point he'd have to have looked at where the ball was. And he just took Kane out. He was saying that he was distracted. Kepper. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because I, I was cracking put up. Put it on the flag. Yeah. I was cracking up. At, at least um, another thing, I got a response to that. Asper Laqueta, like, complaining. Because in my mind, it's a case of, surely you've seen, like, your keeper completely clatter Kane. So you can't be contesting the penalty, which maybe he was. And so it's just a case of, is he on or off? And they've looked at it a hundred times on VAR. So it's like players complaining about that is, is the new like complaining about goal line technology for me. One of them, the, the other thing is, they, again, on the replay, Kepa, not once, was he, was he, he looked at the flag, so he didn't see anything. And the right, flag yeah. wasn't raised till later anyhow. Yeah. What he did see were the Chelsea fans appealing for it and stopping play. But everybody, what's the first thing you learn? Yeah. The first thing you learn when you're a kid is play to the whistle. Yeah. So... They were complaining that Kepa was put off by Aspera's reaction to. You're like, what the fuck That's like anything. That's every fuck? game, though, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. You're a 70 million pound goalkeeper, mate. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Imagine that, like, as your defence, like your centre half steps up, puts his hand in the air for offside, and you went, "Well, I just stopped playing because it was offside." Because my player put his hand up. I mean, it's embarrassing. Um, Grow up. You, uh, see, you said about uh, uh, none of the players covered themselves in glory. No one was over a six out of ten. It's not an insult. No. Mm. Um, I was just I, curious about your your opinion of like well, Kazaniga and um, Trippier and Sissoko, which I think are gr- standout players. It's greater than the sum of its parts that performance, though. Yeah. I'd say mm. um, Trippier got better because he wasn't really under a lot of pressure. Um, a lot of the play went down Danny Rose's side, mm. so through Hudson Odoi and later on um, Pedro, and Trippier was, I think he had a lot more space. So he was, um, I think Trippier did good. But still, still a six out of ten. Um, Gazaniga, some of his, I think the tactics that Pochettino picked made it difficult for him to really shine because he had to kick the ball a lot, and a couple of times he kicked the ball out of play, a couple of times he kicked the ball against the home players, mm. and him and Sanchez were really going at it at one point in the first half. Um, he, did, he did okay. <sighs> he did okay, and that's for Sissoko, just erratic, really. I mean, Sissoko is just someone who's just positive and just runs to the ball, but. I wouldn't say yesterday was one of his better performances. Yeah. Any, any I, I thought um, I thought Sissoko, I think the thing about him is we're, we're not expecting kind of composure, we're not expecting Busquets or Xavi. He kind of serves a purpose now, which is like he is very physical, <coughs> he covers a lot of ground and he gets in people's faces. I think particularly the first half he was doing that quite well. 
Um, but I do think like fatigue is, is an issue even for him. It seems like he's an extremely fit lad. Played a lot of football. But he's played a hell of a lot of football. And I think yeah. there is a little weariness setting in, which is maybe why you know, Poch realises that Sarri realises that Sarri got it wrong in the first game. Yeah. So he knew that Sarri was going to change. And yeah. I think he's adapted that. And the players have just tried to follow the instructions as best they could, given the kind of condition of their bodies at the minute. Just a quick shout-out to Gazaniga. Gazaniga because um, I, I think that you know, he's played in eight games. He's won every game for Spurs. I think one is a draw. Oh, no, sorry. Is that? That's, that's, not, that's not your Undefeated. 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 And um, he, uh, I think in a high-pressure game where he was, a lot was asked of him, like yes. the ball was going yeah. back to him a lot, they peppered our goal. Um, he made one incredible save from the deflected cross of yeah. Hudson Odoi that yeah. he tipped on and a couple that were laced at him, yeah. which he kind of covered up. So I'm thinking like, as a, what he was at the start of the season, <coughs> excuse me, Third choice goalkeeper yeah. to play in that high pressure game and do well. Two high pressure games. Yeah. Arsenal. Arsenal is true. Yeah. You kind of. I have faith in him. I have faith in him. I mean, there's some people like we did that. Do you remember we did that um, poll? You asked for a poll, and I said 10 yeah. percent of people want Gaza Gaza Niger in, <laughs> and you were right. It, it came in at about what 30. It's about almost 60 40 almost. Hmm. So so 40 percent of Spurs fans out there. Want Gazaniga to usurp yeah. Loris, winning captain. I think Maurice. that's down to a lot of people being down on Hugo as, as much as it is yeah. Gazaniga doing well. A lot of yeah, people for aren't sure. Happy. But is this because of the Wolves game where he could have? Uh, I mean, that game was <laughs> the more I watched those goals, the more I think, what the what the hell are you doing? Yeah. But um, I looked at the one he tipped into the post, and Vaughan would not have saved that. Mm. Vaughan would not have saved that at all. A lot of the a lot of the Chelsea shots were straight at him. But he's obviously still got to make the saves. Yeah, and, 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 and he did. Cross him as well. He did well. He's a unit as well. He's absolutely ginormous. That's why Vaughan yeah. wouldn't have stopped that yeah. shot because he, he used all of his six foot six frame to tip that to the post. Yeah, yeah. And, and through all this, even though he shaved his head, he's still an absolute dreamboat. Yeah, even so more good. so, I think now. Because because before he looked a bit metrosexual. Didn't yeah, he? now he looks n- double hard. And now he looks yeah, he looks yeah. hard, and uh, he looks like he's DTF. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Massively, massively. It was his birthday recently, so happy birthday. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> like that. <laughs> uh, you caught, how do you feel about the, sec- the, sec- the, the next round? The, the, sorry, second the next, leg. The second leg, yeah, yeah. Like, it's poised, isn't it? To mm. use. It, it is poised. Um, away goals don't count. That's and right. apparently after 90 minutes, it goes to penalties if Chelsea were to win 1-0. So, okay. um, I think the most important thing for us is to, is to get the first goal in that game. So, it only... It only goes to penalties if it they match the result. If it's say two one, I don't think away goals count. So even if it's two two, no, there's penalties. Then, no, 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 no. So if they win three two, I don't fucking know. If it goes to penalties. It has to. Yeah, I'd, yeah. Imagine, I'd imagine it would. So, so just no extra time. I don't think so. I fucking hate extra time. Anyway, it's like fucking. I don't. I don't see a problem. What, what's it? Nothing good ever happens in extra time, and apart from Jonathan Woodgate and yeah, that, but... yeah. Other than that, all, only <laughs> bad things happen in extra time. The Tottenham, yeah, sack it off. Oh, we need yeah. we need an like eight half hour football to be played. Yeah, I mean, by, by then we'll have Eric Dyer back. Um, we should have Jan Vertonghen back, fully fit as well. Um, Lucas was out last night. Son, I think is his last game on Sunday before yeah. he goes to um, the Asia game. So <coughs> yeah, he looks we, he looks knackered as well. He, son. he did. <laughs> he just did. in time for the Asia. He did. And, um, 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 no, I'm looking forward to it. Um, you know, my views about the League Cup. You know, I've said repeatedly, needs to get in the bin. But I'll be, yeah, yeah, but I'll still be happy if we win it. Yeah, and this and I've noticed this season he's put stronger sides in these cup games. I've taken it seriously as well. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah, I think it's one of the things. If you win it, then it's great, but if you're out in the first round, you just don't care. Yeah, yeah. Just don't care. It'd be great to go through Arsenal, Chelsea, and then Man, Man City and win yeah. it all. That Our furthest be... journey was to Milton Keynes, which was, was our home game. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, are you confident going into the next game? Fairly confident, yeah. Um, we've got two games in between, then I think the Fulham and United. So mm. it's on a Thursday. What the fuck is that yeah, about? Yeah, that's random, isn't it? Yeah, that's a pain in the ass for me. Yeah, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm pretty comfortable. On that, uh, we'll be doing a uh, fighting cock social on that night. Um, obviously, tickets getting away that is, is quite difficult. So why don't you come down and watch it with us? As ever, quality night. The last one we had, Barcelona. What a, what an evening! I, I still can't get over it. Yeah, everyone was like walking around the days, like not knowing what the fuck has just gone on. Yeah, well, we did the pod. What was it? The day two days later, we were still on cloud nine. Yeah, buzzing. Yeah, absolutely incredible. So, I've oh. not I've not been to Celsius since Dortmund, and we won that. So, I think I'll turn up at this one. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> not really. Yeah, because I'm. It's either it's, it's either I'm at the game. You like do Arsenal away. Yeah, I was at that game. Yeah, uh, Barcelona wasn't in the country. Yeah. Um, no, fair enough. You've got excuses. It's yeah. not fun. <laughs> but this one, I'm going to make. I'll, I'll be at this one. All right. Um, that's it, obviously, to just look on the Fighting Cock uh, social media, love the shirt, or on the website www.thefightingcock.co.uk, and you'll be able to get tickets. Um, they sh- we're just designing some artwork for it now, so we should be up. And when when you hear this, if not in the coming days, yeah. Um, Chanmere. Yeah, we can just rattle through that one. I mean. Well, uh, let's talk about Kane coming on because it was a weird react. I mean, I don't know why he brought him on. Yeah, Rodney Marsh was giving us a bit of stick about that. Why? Saying I was disrespectful. They're already, you know, they're already dead. Stop it, kind of thing. <laughs> Stop it, he's already dead. <laughs> what do you think about it, John? Um, at the time, I was, I wouldn't say spitting feathers, but I just couldn't believe it. I was like, we, we're clearly going to win this game very comfortably. <laughs> Uh, Kane could do with the rest because you know he plays every minute of every game. Yeah. Uh, absolutely no requirement to bring him on. Um, but then the day after, when I heard kind of Poch's comments about respecting the cup, respecting the cup, and like you know the, these kind of uh, grassroots sides and fans deserve to see you know the country's best player and captain perform, even if it was for a short spell. Yeah. Afterwards, you know, I kind of thought, well, he's not injured, so that's fine. But at the time, I was like, if he comes on now and gets an injury. This is so like also no, no Tranmere fan looking at that go oh great we got to see we got to see uh, Harry Kane. It's funny to say that because a lot of the kids were really happy to see the England captain. That's what I mean. I think Bob mm. said oh, right, a lot right. of some of their fans wanted to see him. We got kids there who can yeah. say they saw the England captain and see him score. <laughs> and I guess it is respected him. I mean, if mm. we you know you know if we put a bunch of stiffs out and lost one 0 say well, why are you doing that for? Yeah. So I um I yeah that's more disrespectful. I I as he came in I was like get him. Like, bag, let's, make, let's have ten. Bag four. I like, just really crush him. That's what I wanted. I wanted him to start. I wanted him to start. Lorente did well, though, didn't he? Come on. Yeah, I do yeah. like Lorente. I know he's done very little for us, and he, he's really had. I'm, I'm, I'm almost like a plus negative impact. Like he's done zero. <laughs> he had zero impact. Pretty much. Yeah. I do like him a lot. I've, I've I've got a lot of time for him. Um, Another dream. The, the game, <laughs> yeah. The, the game is me. If I don't remember, has only beat West Ham in the League Cup. Um, I think Levante scored twice. I don't I, remember this game at all. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> we talked about this on the pod. Yeah, we? we did. I don't remember that game. It's I mean, like it never I mean, happened. We beat them in the league. I don't remember it. Levante <laughs> <Lamella> scored. <laughs> what <laughs> exactly? <laughs> what away? Yeah. 
And when you were talking about this, the League Cup game, what was going on? When you were talking about the League Cup game and you were going, yeah, I don't remember what happened, I was thinking, I genuinely now can't remember this game either. What is happening? What? Are we in some sort of black hole to this game? This is the most insulting thing to West Ham. Because they would be hating this. We don't even remember when we beat you. So if we beat them at home, we'd be in trouble, we'd be like, oh, forgot, man. Don't remember any of the games. So you're telling me we've beaten them in the Cup and we've beaten them in the league this year? At their ground. Brilliant. And we, none of us, we're not mucking about here. Don't remember it. I remember the Lamella goal. I remember. Explain it to me because I might, might remember. I think Sissoko cuts inside and crosses it with his left, and Lamella glasses it in. Glassing header. No. Oh, that is ringing a bell, but no. not really. <laughs> I, I think the Chelsea game, I, I think the West Ham game in the cup, I was out, so I didn't see it. Um, uh, what's but, the score in that one? I think that's 3 1. That's 3 1. Hold on! <laughs> Hold on, Lor- uh, Lorente scored a volley from a corner. You may have done, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Fucking hell, I'm not. I'm not getting out, Simon. We're back in the room. <laughs> We're back in the room. We're back in the room. But um, there's rumours of him leaving at the end of the window. Um, I hope, I hope he stays. I, I like him. Um, speaking of players leaving, just because it flows nicely, I know we we've got some news and bits and pieces to talk about. Dembele. Um, it seems like he's been going. He's going to go to China. Yes. Uh, nine million pounds on Twitter. The people go mental. Like fans of other clubs go, oh, what, nine, nine million. Why don't we buy him? Why don't we buy him? Why, why, why is he going nine million? Yeah, it'll be free in four months' time. Yeah, don't pay a penny. He's going because uh, nine million is better than zero. Yeah. Exactly. And how, then, do, how do you feel about it? Then? Well, it's a position in which we are weak, yes. and they feel that he can maybe fill in for a few games because. Um, you know, Dyer's injured, Wanyama doesn't look like he's going to get full fitness again. Um, Sissoko is, <coughs> is doing well, but how long can that last? Um, <laughs> Winks, is, Winks is kind of up and down in this form, so they feel like Dembele is a safe pair of hands. But it's Tottenham Hotspur are business, and if someone's offering you nine minutes for something you're going to lose for nothing in the summer, yeah. it makes sense to get rid of I, I guess the issue is, is, is he's, he's not likely to get replaced in this, in this window. Yeah. I mean, it's not likely that it will ever be replaced. <laughs> yeah. Really. I mean, that's the thing for me. It's, it's tinged with sadness. Like you say, T, like financially, that you can't have an argument against it. It makes total sense. He's also kind of, you know, at a point in his life where he's not going to add much value even if he signed another contract now. So for me, it's just a case of like, we've got to find a way to replace him. We won't. And also the type of player that he was, just to watch him when yeah. he's at top peak of his form, just just strolling around, just floating around the surface yeah. was just joyous. I know, and he he, he he did. I mean, I I like to say, you know, like like you know, Wendy had his moment with Harry Kane, spotted him before. Yes, I spotted Dembele's use when everyone else had, had given up on him. I think, and T was there the moment where I educated him. The Stoke game. The Stoke game, and I said, this guy's quality, and he's the most important cog in our machine at that stage. And he was um, struggling to find a to find a niche. I remember now. Yeah, <laughs> he was. He was, and he just he. He's um, I don't know. I just love him. I, I, I'm going to miss him deeply. Like the, yeah, the thing about the favourite Dembele moments is the I think the goal is Leon. Well, that's obviously yeah. One. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I was there for his debut when he scored against no, Norwich. Norwich, you want to say yeah? But he, he brought him to re- replace Modric, didn't he? No. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm convinced that we saw Modric and then he came in. Oh, you mean, I thought you said he came on a sub for him. No, no. Yeah, no, 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 yeah, it was like our midfield replacement for yeah. Modric. And well, I mean, while you can never feel those boots, he's, yeah. done, he's done more than... Yeah, I mean, to- than, totally more than different. All right. Yeah, I mean, totally different type of player, but um, just, like, I haven't, I've never seen, and I doubt I'll ever see someone so gracefully carry a ball with also the, the power 
that he possessed. Like players would just bounce off him, and then he'd just like pirouette away from them. Like, yeah, like, like a ballerina is built like a tank. Yes, yeah. I, I guess the issue with Dembele is that it took a while for Pochettino <coughs> to find a niche for him. Yeah, and when he did, he became the player that that we now love. My earliest memory of um, Musa Dembele was the four nil when Fulham beat us at right. their patch. Right. Um, he absolutely tore us a new one that day. Oh, you went um, for them? Right. Yeah, for, for Fulham. Yeah. Um, yeah, we beat us 4 0. And he, took, he ran from the halfway line, took about three or four players and just side footed it in from like 30 yards. Yeah. I thought, this is a glorious plan. I think his last game for Fulham was against Man United away, actually. He tore them up as well, <clears> didn't he? Yeah. And he smashed them. And then I think one of his first games for us might have been when we beat Man U, ironically. Do you know, do you know he started his career as a striker? Which everyone keeps keep saying yeah. this, but I don't see anything that indicates that was ever true. <laughs> You mean on the internet or in him playing as a player? As a player. It doesn't look like a striker at all. <laughs> no. No. I mean, it's, I like, it's like Jogba being a fullback. I don't get that either. <laughs> Was he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there's one thing I want to do. I, just because obviously, I, I, want, I want to know if, if there's things in your life that you lost but weren't ready to lose. And Because uh, Dembele, I'm like, I don't want him to go. I, I feel like he's got another... Six months of glorious football with you us. Think so? I understand the business sense in, in, in him leaving, but I um I don't think I, I feel I feel like there's still a player there, and uh, and just as kind of an, an homage to him. Yeah. Like, let me know something in your life that's happened that you weren't ready to lose, but you lost. Well, mine was um, when I was a kid. So I had two older brothers, so I had to come up kind of quite hard because you, you get kind of bullied and teased by your older oh. brothers and yeah. they bring their mates around and they're always like saying oh my little brother's a nutter and I was the, the kid who would just like fight an 18 year old man when I was like 8 right. uh, I had a shaved head because I just like had nits all the time I was just like <laughs> the horrible little scoundrel kid that was just I'd just jump out of trees and yeah. just like I don't know throw bricks at a cow and then watch it chase you and just like do nutty and you stuff. lived in Luton as well didn't you just outside of Luton like the little suburbs there. everyone's like that in Luton oh, that's, they're, they're all doing it now that's what they do for a living <laughs> brick, brick thrower yeah. Um, so yeah so I just used to be so brave and just be an absolute nutter and yeah. then for whatever reason I just lost this element of bravery and now I'm so scared like to, to have anything done to me if I have an ingrown hair my missus plucks it out I'm nearly in tears mate I've never had a tattoo I want to be covered in tattoos too scared I'm so scared mate I'm just scared of pain anything that's like what, resembles what? like could could be slightly uncomfortable I'm just like no but bit, if, we, bit if we're in the league you might have to just get a little, little one yeah exactly so I'm, I'm actually scheduled in for my first tattoo yeah. at the end of this month and I'm so terrified sometimes when I think about it I start sweating so um, I want my got... sense of bravery that I lost <laughs> please you are... <laughs> can I tell you that it's a horrible experience getting tattooed <laughs> that's what I wanted to hear yeah <laughs> like, there ain't nothing there's nothing fun about it the weirdos who say they enjoy it freaks are liars or fucking weird do you know what I've done my missus loves it to be fair really yeah, yeah my missus loves but it but then she um, then she had one on her foot and I don't think she enjoyed that much after that. Yeah, fuck it up. Okay. Um, I, so I, I went to Topshop today, Top Man, and bought a pair of jeans. And behind the counter was a man with an anarchy tattoo on his face. Wow. Like, they looked, him and his mate, they looked like, you know, all these fucking mumble rap products. Yeah. Where, um, they're ta- face tattoos. Yeah. Sounds go, go hand in hand, don't they? And they looked like that. They looked like they were willing to mumble rap. Yeah. But he had an A and a circle, the symbol of anarchy. On yeah. his cheek. And he's working in fucking Topshop. <laughs> What? Of all the places, it's probably one of the one of the best places, one of the only places you could work, isn't it? Can't work yeah. in an office. 
Yeah, true. No, but there, there's no sense of irony there. The, the, <laughs> oh, anarchy and... Yeah, I get and, you now. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. yeah. He, he's a proponent for anarchy, so much so that you've got it tattooed on his face for fucking ever. I do it for Philip Green. I do need a job, though, lads. <laughs> I, I do need a job. And I, I quite like Topshop. I bought a few flows in there. I'm going to go for a job there. And Topshop will look at him going, you're all right. Yeah, yeah. We, we'll give you a job. Fucking stupid. <laughs> Like facial tattoos, I, I'm, I sound like my old man now. But yeah. facial tattoos have got to be the biggest fucking mistake ever. The thing is, unless you're like a footballer or a rapper, where you make so much money, yeah, you make so much money that you're never going to need an office job. If you're like, just if you listen to this now and you're like 17, 18, you're thinking I'll get a face tattoo because that'll make me look big and clever. Yeah, it won't. You'll be working in Topshop with Matey Boy with the Anarchy tattoo for the rest of your life. If you're, if you're lucky, lucky if you're enough lucky. to get that job. Um, and, and that's not even the reason. <clears throat> I have a kind of regret or don't feel anything for most of my tattoos. So, but it's fine because they're on my arm. I put, I put a t-shirt on, I don't even have to look at them. Yeah, I don't want to. Just, just long sleeve. But he got in the face. He, he, had, he also had the words heavy and cold on his <laughs> forehead. What the fuck? The same guy? Yeah. So yeah. he's got three face tattoos now. He had like seven. No, what? you're fully committed. Jeez, I mean, the way I feel about tattoos is that I have to think if I even had one tattoo which is visible, I would never get a job. But, it, <laughs> but you get into you get, the doom merchant. I don't, I, don't, I don't have any tattoos at all. But yeah. I feel that the next generation, so many of them have got tattoos now. They just, it probably just won't matter. All right. Anyway, uh, yeah. So any uh, things you've things you've uh, lost and, and regret. Uh, can't really think of anything apart from Saul Campbell. I know it's a bit, it's a, bit of a painful one. <laughs> yeah, oh, that is quite painful. I Jesus. fucking love. I, I loved him, and I wasn't ready, and it happened, and I'm still getting over it now. Um, my, mine was I, there was this bird I, I, I pulled on a night out, and uh, she was stunning, and she had tattoos all up her side, which I'm into. And but I, I pulled her, and and but she'd also been talking to other blokes. I had a bit of a slag. And uh, <laughs> welcome well, to the misogynist podcast. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, yeah, but I've been talking to lots of girls, so I was just like, Yeah, fine, equal. Right, is that right? Equal. <laughs> that is my favorite. You've ironed it out, I know, I know, all to it. Uh, shit. so I apologize for that. That's just my that's just who I am, and I've let that slip out. Yeah, yeah, that's real. what I would say to my yeah. mates if I was anyway. Look, she was stunning, absolutely beautiful. <laughs> And um, it came to the end of the night, and I didn't have anywhere to take her. I didn't have somewhere to take her. But she'd also talking to this other bloke, and he had somewhere to take her. And she was looking at me to say, take me. And I couldn't. And I said, I'm sorry, I've got nowhere, nowhere to take her. <laughs> but I, I still think about her, like wow. what could have been for about half an hour in the middle of that night. Wow. And an erection, the first time I was with my missus and couldn't get a boner. I lost that. I had a boner and then it went. Well, well you know, that happens to the best of us. I mean, once, once it's gone, it's gone. Though. Yeah. Because it's, it's in your mind as well. Like, yeah, yeah. oh my God, it's happened to me. Yeah, and then you're just co- constantly thinking, how's this going to get back? It's and it's thinking of Thor be... Jones and it just, you know, <laughs> doesn't just go, you can't get it back. Every time I think of a fit girl, I think of Thor Jones over and over again and yeah. It's, it's, um, have you got a method of keeping the wolf from the door, so to speak, when you're... Um, you know, like Alan Partridge thinks about the pedestrianisation of Norwich City Centre <laughs> when he's having sex. I don't know, it sounds like I'm bragging, but I don't, I don't, have, any, I don't have any issues keeping it because, you know, I guess I love the, no, woman, no. I love the woman I'm with and I no. don't feel... I guess if there was, if, if I had to, I'd probably just think of um, probably a go-to porno clip. No, no, what I'm saying to... is he's like just keeping the wall from the door and like, like not coming too early. Oh, I guess it's just movement, isn't it? 
What? Movement of the hips, you've got to kind of regulate it. Yeah, slow the pace. Don't think of anything, like you're down on the bog. No. <laughs> but then if I lose the erection that's just well, this, is a, this is you're playing, you're playing with fire here aren't you yeah I, I think I'd just going back to what we said before probably just think about getting a tattoo and yeah. she'd be like why are you so sweaty I'd be like what <laughs> just chill out having <laughs> a really nice you're, time you, you think you're down on the bog and you go all the way to losing it right from coming but I'm not sure yeah sorry go on I've had something I saw on Twitter with a bloke, bloke's driving his car, and he's got a hygiene oil woman in the passenger seat, and she's touching his dick. I've seen it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? It's a Tony DVD or something. So this is a bloke driving, a little, young black guy driving, got some old, old white lady in the passenger seat, mm. and she's rubbing his leg, he's got a hand in his dick, and he's like, what the fuck? He's like, he's doing a running commentary. Yeah. <laughs> is it a joke thing? Is it I, don't know, yeah, I, I don't know, I don't know, I still don't know. I think it started off as a joke thing and then she just went for it. It was just like, take what, my so shot. So it's not like a, it's not like a, a staged thing? I don't know. I still don't know. <laughs> it is weird. Listeners, I'm really sorry about this. We've got a bit left. Can you retweet yeah. it? I'll try and dig it. I'll let's, let's yeah, tell so you. Yeah, I saw it on your time. Apollonius Filth to have a look at that. Um, so three <laughs> things we've, we've likened uh, Dembele's passing to <clears throat> is not passing, uh, moving on to another He's not club. dead. He's not dead. Uh, elite. Losing an erection, yeah. you, you're, you're talking about bravery. Yeah, my fear. You're my free, fears. You want your. You I want my lack of fear. Many fears, but the older you get, the more fearful you do become. That's true. And um, yours was you don't have one. Soul Campbell. Oh, Soul Campbell. Um, I lost. Obviously, Man United at the weekend. Uh, big game. Ali Gunnar Solskjaer come in and uh, on five on the bounce. Hasn't really been tested yet. Spurs will test him. Yeah. Um, I think we against Chelsea we gave up a lot of space on the wings. They didn't really know what to do with that because we defended so well. They had to change their tactics somewhat. Is Ali Gunnar Solskjaer going to be able to outthink Pochettino? Well, he's, going to, he's going to have come up against things he hasn't done in the last five games. So, um, so yeah, I think we'll give him a lot more to think about. Hopefully we'll have Lucas back for then because I think I would like to think that pace would be more effective than, than the Miller's um, cunning, you know, little runs and shit shithousery. What's wrong with Moron? Virus or something? I don't know. No, Hammy, and I think. I think so. Uh. So. Oh, quick shout-out to Danny Rose's Yes, talent. that tackle! Fucking Fuck me! <laughs> Beautiful, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that absolute gem at the end, it was great. Double-footed kind of, not off the ground though, it's yeah. a block. Beautiful challenge. Yeah. That's Danny Rose, isn't it, in a nutshell? I thought, actually, going quickly back to that, I thought Danny Rose genuinely had quite a good game. There's a few rocky moments, <clears> but ultimately it's that like bite and sharpness and steeliness that we, we miss when he's not on the side. I thought he was good. Yeah. He was, that tackle yeah, was great. He's giving me heart failure because he wasn't that tight on the doorway. Yeah. yeah. But then that would be <clears> the, the tactics, I guess. Because then, like, if he, if he was tight on the doy, the back four would have been so stretched. I suppose. Been completely yeah. across the um, on, on the back line, so we had to give up space, but they can do fuck all with it anyway. So um, yeah, Solskjaer won his first five games, and the kind of talk about him you know going there has been muted, uh, muted somewhat. Um, did you see? Just on that, did you see BT Sport? What's that? He's on about the BT Sport thing. I'm so, the interview that um, Pochettino did with Sky Sports after the game. Oh no, he <clears throat> was so frosty and standoffish. His body language, his arms were crossed, which you thought, I thought, oh, he's pissed off here. Yeah. He, he's talking about VAR and saying, no, it's terrible football. It's horrible to win that way. Yeah. Not stuff that Sky Sports could really feed off. There's no story there. And then you listen to him on TalkSport, different, yeah. completely different, very chipper, very kind of willing to answer questions. And I wonder if he's a bit pissed off in the way that Sky Sports have been reporting them. I don't know. Reporting his 
he, he's like this soft guy. Because <clears throat> he said recently, you, you about would think you, you would think he does, but then it strengthens his position, though, doesn't it? Mm. He says, "Well, look, you know, they're reporting this, that, and the other. Give me some, give me some money for players." So, but, then, but if that was the case, then why would he behave that way in a Sky Sports interview and be completely different in a talk sport? I don't know. I mean, what you're saying makes sense. Two and two makes four with, with what you're saying. Yeah. But um, I, I don't know. I can't. I've not seen the interview. Yeah, yeah. So I can't really, can't really comment. Did you see his comments afterwards? How did you read into them? The twenty. I would like to stay for 20 years I'll talk to Arsene Wenger and see if it's worth it yeah. but then on the flip side as a caveat to that he said but Tottenham have to change as a football club we've got to start spending ultimately yeah I mean I, I think my view hasn't really changed since we spoke about this before which is that he is a bit of an anomaly in football particularly in the Premier League of, of managers and people who are who take their responsibility and their kind of passion seriously mm. and I think the, the reason that maybe he was a little bit frosty um, but yet he's still talking about the club needs to change. He's, he's kind of trying to leverage his position and get as much um, of an opportunity to spend as he can from the club. But also he does care about the club and cares about the reputation. And I think that he sees the way that Sky not only report on him, you know, them basically trying to get him to go to United, yeah. but the way they treat Spurs in terms of a title race and that we're never seemingly the top kind of tier and top billing on, on anything that they ever do. I think that he takes that a little bit personally and sees it as a bit of an affront to now suddenly be kind of kissing his ass and saying, oh, you know, he could be the man that goes to United. I think he's just a little bit fucked off by the whole thing. Yeah. He's not kind of happy with Sky, which from a fan's perspective is what I want to see. Yeah. I'm glad that he's like that because yeah. I think we all kind of feel a bit like that towards Sky at the moment. And I think he's kind of, yeah, he's kind of leading the way. So papers reported that in two ways, didn't they? They, uh, they reported it on the 20 years. Someone, someone said, oh, I want to stay at Spurs for 20 years. But most of them said... Hints at quit, uh, uh, acquitted, which I didn't read at all. Well, the headline was a bit weird. He says he says that he would like to either be at Spurs for twenty years or at least end his career at Spurs. So he said two things, and then he says, you know, maybe he'll ask Arsene Wenger. He's kind of joking about that. Yeah, but he did say like he, then he also said Spurs will win the trophy, but might not be here to see it. Yeah, he kind of plays. It seems like he plays with the press somewhat. He's always he's also playing with us. Our emotions. He, he massively. <laughs> is. I don't think. I don't. I don't think he's leaving if we want him to stay. And I don't. I think we do need to back him. Though obviously, there's yeah, sort definitely. of obvious things. Um, how do you think we'll get on against Man United? I think they'll get clobbered. Spurs. No, I think United yeah. will get clobbered. Yeah. But I do worry about. You know, Pogba's been very resurgent, and our central midfield isn't our strongest position, so that's a concern. <clears throat> I'm still confident that we can get the win. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same kind of boat as that. I wouldn't mind seeing Sissoko just told to do a job on Pogba. Maybe Dembele will play one last game, Chris. I imagine it. <laughs> you imagine just that one. Although he also he always gets bullied against Pogba, doesn't he? Yeah, Dembele. he doesn't do well against Pogba. Never, never plays one uh, against him. Yeah, I think I've certainly been one. Fuck him off then. <laughs> Go to China. Yeah. yeah. All right, good. Um, got some uh, stuff going on in the news at the moment. Actually, we had an article on, on the fighting cock. If you want to write for the fighting cock, you can. We'll post it up, and you know, thousands of people will read your words. Uh, Thefightingcock.co.uk forward slash write, and um, if it's decent work, we'll put it up. There's a couple need to go up as well. <coughs> actually, so keep an eye on our Twitter to see have a read of the sort of articles that get posted on our website. Um, but one of them was about oh, America. We've got to talk about this before, but the American can an American be a, truly be a Spurs fan? Yeah, um, or any global. And I guess he, he was asking us to talk about it somewhat. He's yeah. asking us the question. I mean, to be, I mean that, that's what the article is asking. I mean, I guess the reason he put in is obviously to to cynically trap trap it towards towards <laughs> the blogs, but also it's something that you know 
it comes up every so often, you know, can you be a real fan if you're just getting up at three in the morning to drive two states away to watch a game of football, whereas you've got people who are, you know, driving <coughs> four or five hours up the country to go to, watch game. to, go to Tranmere and then go home the next morning or drive home the same night, get home at three, four in the morning. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I... My personal opinion, I don't, I don't see why people care about what other people think. Really, you don't need you don't need my validation. In my opinion, the biggest fans are the one who goes to every game. That's just my opinion. But you don't need me to validate what you do. Yeah. You don't need any of us to validate what you do. Just 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 do you. I'm not the key is the real fan, isn't it? That's well, the thing. Yeah, I mean, what but, is that anyway? No, I don't know. I mean, who cares? I mean, if we lose a game, it'll upset me. But then let's go and get over it. Well, some people it ruins the whole weekend. What, what was and the, that, that guy who tweeted us or something said no, about? Um, you keep talking about. Uh, do you know what I'm talking about? Though, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. Um, what, how, how do you feel about? For, for me, it's a case of like to to kind of yeah, I agree with what you're saying in terms of it doesn't need anyone else's validation. But for me, it's a case of like you you try and support the club as much as you can within your means. So, for example, if if you're someone who you know, has got a season ticket, then try and go to as many games as you can. If you're someone that's got enough loyalty points to go to the away games, then do that as much as you can. If you live in the States, and obviously that's not an option for you, there are ways to support the club as kind of best as you can. Yeah. And I guess for me, it's like, support the club as best as you can within your means, and ultimately, like like T said, like you don't need anyone else's validation. You know how much you love the club, and that's all that matters, really. Yeah, that's exactly it. That's, I'm, that's where I'm at as well, so I won't reiterate it. Just don't let other people think affect yeah. you too badly. Uh, Shono Neil on Facebook had is it Facebook? Yeah, yeah Facebook had uh, an interesting um, take on it. He says, "If you're from America and a bad result, retur- uh, res- sorry, excuse me. If you're from America and a bad Spurs result turned your stomach and completely ruined your weekend, <laughs> then you are a proper fan. If you're from England and after a Spurs game uh, you you say shite like, oh, it's only a game. You're a dickhead and not a proper <laughs> fan. Doesn't matter where you're from as long as you care." Bang. Um, <laughs> definitive statement. Yeah. It is <laughs> definitive <laughs> statement. Uh, I would say, in response to that, if you let football destroy your weekend, <laughs> then you probably need to maybe look at the, some of your priorities. Yeah, yeah. I mean, football's great. I love it. I, I, I love Tottenham. I love Tottenham. I'm not letting fuckers destroy my weekend because the minute we turn shit, you're gonna have a lot of shit weekend. <laughs> exactly. We were shit. Yeah. For, we were shit for a long time. I mean, yeah. after the after the Wolves result, I mean. Um, Oh, I, I sulked. Oh, I, I, didn't, I didn't go to the box park. I went. Home. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you know, and then my son was there, and obviously he's yeah, he's, he's unaware of football. Yeah. So what did you do? To and him? I, and, 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 and I tried to across the room. Yeah, <laughs> just picked him up. Yeah. Like, I, I, <coughs> my missus' kids are getting too big now, but I used to pick up Will and just throw him against the wall. <laughs> Keep doing it till you stop. Till he bleeds. Till he bleeds in the ears. Yes. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, no. I think after. I mean, it's, it's annoying, but. It's just one of those things. Over a game, you're going to lose games. You're going to win games. Some results are worth to take. The Arsenal result was a bad one to take. Yeah. But my take on the whole thing is, you don't need anyone's validation. If someone <coughs> says, "Oh, if you don't go to the games, you're not a real fan," just scroll past. Yeah. To yeah. me, for, that's how you should be on social media doing it. Someone, something offends you, yeah. scroll the fuck on. Yeah, don't try your best not to go get engaged uh, in people being dicks. Or, or just trying to like, cast dispersions because it really ma- doesn't matter. Yeah, Someone else's opinion it exists inside their head, yeah. and it doesn't. It shouldn't it impact your your. Opinion. Actually, saying that, so I I tweeted something the other day that I saw, which is one of the most incredible things I've ever seen. It was a woman wrestling a swan yes. <laughs> on the M4. Yeah. Right, and a couple of people tweeted that did not happen of the year thing. Yeah. Which 
I didn't know how to deal with because I can't then protest <laughs> yeah. because you look like the biggest dickhead. Yeah. No, no, it did happen. <laughs> but it fucking happened. I saw this. That phenomenon on Twitter is a bit annoying. Huh? Mm. That whole phenomenon didn't on happen. Twitter is a bit annoying, yeah. Because everyone, can you get to a point when you don't post anything? Yeah. Because I, if, if I can't post the most incredible thing I've ever seen in my life, then what am I doing on there? Yeah. It kind of peaked with like with this kind of uh, award ceremony they had at the end of this year, yeah. and uh, initially it was quite funny because it was people just saying like ridiculous like woke things like a yeah. five year old had said, yeah, yeah. and it was perfect. Now someone <coughs> just goes, "Oh my god, you're never going to believe oh I just saw like David Beckham," and then she's like, "It didn't happen in the year award." You're like, "Well, no, but it's not like that outrageous." Like he what, lost what, the, 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 <laughs> the, the, the what you just said about the my five year old woke kid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that people I understand why that irritates people because yeah. they're yeah. playing look how great my kid is. Look at yeah. what a great job I've done raising him. I get nothing from saying I saw a woman breast of a swan. Like, what do I get from that? Exactly. Why, why is that a lie? I'm not. That isn't, I haven't said, look how great I am. Yeah. I said I was in my car and I noticed something. It was yeah. like. It yeah. was bloody. That's what I think what she was trying to do. It should hit it, I think. She tried to end it. And no, oh, fuck, that would have been incredible. Just snapping its neck in front of everyone. Alex, sorry. No, I, I, I think she was. First question was, was she helping it? I oh, man. I don't know. How do I know? I zoom past there in about two minutes. I think she was trying to get it in the car to take it to the vet. That's what. That's what I like to think. That's what I'm so. But I imagine a swan in the car with you driving is all bloodied and shit. Yeah. I mean, yeah, swans are fucking pretty vicious. Going berserk. Yeah. Backseat. The only one that would be the worst bit. But what's the worst bird you could have in your car? Like a peregrine falcon. Uh, a golden eagle. A golden eagle. Just yeah. Just, a hawk. But yeah. the worst is the Canada goose. <laughs> just the jacket because you get all the protesters having a go. Yeah. Oh, shit. No. Not what am I thinking? <laughs> what's What's the the geese with the black head. No idea. No idea. You know what I'm talking about, though. I'm piss poor animals. I yeah. Think, yeah, but in every park, there's these butt cunts. You know what I'm talking oh, no, about? No, I want to see, mate. Geese with Ge- black heads. I don't know what the breed is. I don't know. What yeah, but you know what? You've seen these before. I have, yeah. yeah, yeah all right. <laughs> Sorry, and then they come up back. and they start hissing at you. Yeah. Yeah, one lemon in your car wouldn't be great. No, swan would be pretty bad. Yeah, swan's pretty bad. Yeah. Especially I, if it's like in a, a bad way. I used to be an administrator on a, on a, a Facebook page <laughs> called Punching a Swan. Where people would uh, talk about how much they hated swans. It was good. It was niche. I didn't realise, yeah, there were that many people that hated swans. I had about a thousand likes. Wow. Back in the day. <laughs> yeah, it might still be there. Maybe, type, maybe, type in punching a swan. Maybe, though, you're like one of these, like, um, you've started like a ripple... And mm. this woman that you've seen, maybe she she was on that <laughs> Facebook page, butterfly page, and it sent her nuts. And she's now like on a on a hate fueled like rampage against <laughs> swans. She's like they're taking over. They're just like, yeah, they're everywhere. Swans. It's just they're bit they're, they're assholes, aren't they? Yeah. They look at me. I'm fucking so beautiful. They're floating cooking, around and late. Oh, I'm a royal bird. Yeah, I'm grow a royal up. bird. Let me grow up. Grow up. Grow up or get out. If you go near me, I'm gonna hiss in your face. Yeah. And if I go really like, if you come really near me, in my babies. I'm going to break your arm with my wing. Yeah. Do you reckon they started that rumour, Swans? What, about breaking your arm with Yeah, because it's just nonsense, isn't it? That's what didn't happen in the year award. Does anyone know anyone whose arm's been broken by a swan? Never happened. No, it didn't happen. Lies. No, that is a lie. Stop saying it. Stop talking that yeah. nonsense. Um, anything else? That's it. Got some questions. One question. I oh, know you need to get out of it, didn't you, T? Not really. I've got ages. All right. One, <laughs> I've, I haven't. I've got to drive home. Hopefully see another swan. Um, Glove Story underscore on Twitter he says given that it's heavily rumoured that he's leaving this month and the pod will always be a big fan what's your favourite I've done that shit that's my bad Moose Dembele we've talked about that yeah. Yin Agenda if Poch ever left this is a nice way to end the pod who would have a nervous breakdown and need counselling who would likely follow him and who would post a silly cunty social media dig um, 
Is he talking about who on the pod? I guess in the players. In the players. Oh, I see. A breakdown. Harry Winks. Yeah. Can Harry? Why is Harry Winks? Like, if it's all about a week, <laughs> someone who's going to get fucked. Twink, <laughs> someone who's going to get You'd fuck. Why is it always Harry Winks? have a breakdown. It's Harry Winks. I reckon it'd be Sissoko. Oh, yeah. He owes up his life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? He saved him some war-torn yeah. village. Right? <laughs> <laughs> steamed in there. He talked him off a cliff, man. So, yeah. 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 It'd be Sissoko, I reckon. Yeah. Who would likely follow him? Uh, don't really know. But on the podcast, Alex Richens, he, he'd he be the one that had the mental health breakdown. Neil had one that's just at the rumours. <laughs> yeah, he, he wouldn't take it very well at all. No. He's a bit of a doom merchant. He's quite a positive person. He's quite a doom merchant. I think it's, um, it's a bit of a feast or a famine with him, isn't it? It's no like, middle ground where it's awful that Poch leaves, but we'll be okay because we're at a red out footing. But he just thinks if he leaves us, he ends. I don't know. So what, have you got any managers in mind since I started thinking about some? I've got no idea. I mean, the geezer who was Southampton, I thought it was meant to be really good, but then he's managing them, so he can't be that great. Mm. Yeah, that's a good point, because he had the second best record in Germany yeah, after he, Bayern Munich. Yeah, Leipzig. RB Leipzig, yeah. yeah. Um, um, there's, there's another geezer, another German, um, Nagelsmann. The geezer was like tw- 30 years old. <coughs> yeah, he's done right, yeah, maybe maybe Jardim from from Monaco, but then he when he left, they went to shit. So. Nuno Valente, no, is that no, not Nuno Valente. You mean the, the Wolves guy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nuno Valente was a left back. Everton, Port, yeah, and played yeah, in Portugal, and they had quality. Were they really fat? Manish was fat. Manish was fat. Yeah, the other guy is Flores, the one who managed Watford. He's a good-looking bloke as well. Yeah, I mean that's important. It is oh, it is, I don't want no fucking ugly people working for my football club. Yeah, we've, we've had enough of them. Yeah. <laughs> Who is the ugliest man as far as Harry Kane? It? Currently, Skip's up there now. Yeah, I think Skip's up there. So I, I, Someone I, said he's got the face of a child and the. Oh, fuck, I need to find it no, now. I was in the Independence, he's got the face of a. Um, a was it Bonnie Renee? Antique sailor on. Yeah, yeah. A uh, bloke selling antiques, yeah. Yeah, bloke selling antiques on some sort of antique show. I can't yeah, yeah, yeah. I've okay. butchered that. That's Barney one there, yeah. It's definitely Yeah, end. I can see it. So what else? Let us know as well. Let us know, um, and, and we'll read them out next week, what, who does Oliver Skip look like? And we'll list out the best ones. Yeah. Um, yeah, Nuno De Santo, is that his name? Espirito De Santo. Espirito. So I just added Nuno in there. Probably. Right, Maybe he's got about 300 names. Yeah. So I, I, one, I, Nuno's probably one of them. I'd like him. Bought well. Uh, yeah, sorry. He says it's uh, the little scurrying legs of the teenager midfielder Oliver, Oliver Skip, a player with the body of a child and the face of one of the antiques experts. Not bargain hunter. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> Absolutely That's perfect. Good. Let us know. Get people send in. Tweet us or uh, or you can email us or DM. The DMs are open. Boom. Um, uh, and one final thing. Go on. I. Um, we did this I've got another podcast one for the weekend which is uh, did he used to do for work I still do for work anyway it doesn't matter but we've got a great segment on it called Soldiers Lost in Battle and I wanted I to that. I wanted to bring that across to the fighting cock and what the Soldiers Lost in Battle is <clears throat> is it's times Ooh. when you've been prevented from watching Tottenham or going to the game by something that shouldn't have presented, prevented you it doesn't matter how small it is it might yeah. be your missus taking, making you go to Ikea buddy or like um, it might be there as a funeral it could be as an adult or as a child anything and you get better points and more likely for us to read it out is if it was a big game like a North London derby yeah. and the, the 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 more ridiculous the reason the better yeah. and we got so many great responses on that I just wanted to bring that across and give it a go uh, yeah so let us know you got, has anything come to mind any time you missed the football um, 
I missed. It was a fairly innocuous game. Uh, it was a league game against Southampton, and I missed it because when I got back from holiday, I got held in customs in the UK. Did you? Yeah, I think they just wanted to search me because I looked like a drug dealer, probably. Yeah, you do. Um, which, did, yeah. You, was you anally probed? No, but I, I did nearly get anally probed in um, Greece once. <laughs> Um, so basically, it was the same thing. On holiday, landed. They just dragged me into this little room. Two massive hench geezers, all like with their security guard stuff on, mm. and they're like, "Right, um, search my bag." They're like, "Can you um, just take your t-shirt off?" So I was like, "Okay, it's a bit weird." Took that off. They're like, "Yeah, um, take your trainers off." So I was like, "Yeah, no problem." Took them off. They're having a look in there, and then he just like motions at me, puts his hand out with this massive truncheon. That that is literally what it was, not figuratively speaking. And then just like motions for me to pull my shorts down. So I'm just like, oh my god, this is absolute Midnight Express nightmare. Yeah. So they go down, and he's like having a rummage through them, and then he's like looking at me, and his him and his mate are standing side by side, and they just motion for their box of shorts to come down. Yeah. So I'm thinking, this is it. It's been nice having my virginity. Thanks for the ride. Yeah. And then uh, just as I was starting to pull them down, they both just started absolutely cracking up. <laughs> <laughs> cracking up. Like, and I was like, it's so fake. I was only like 19. I was like, what is happening? I reckon that's they, where your bravery disappeared. I think it was the moment when it just scuttled from my body. They were just cracking up and then they were just laughing and going, oh, it's fine. Uh, they said, oh, who do you support? And I was like, oh, Spurs. And they were like, oh, it's okay because um, it was when Liverpool were playing in the Champions League final in Athens. Yeah. They were having a lot of Liverpool fans coming through trying to smuggle drugs. So we right. were just checking everyone. But um, yeah, we're just having a laugh. You can get your stuff and go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I was, was going to turn out, so have you ever seen Scum? The film Scum? Oh, God, yes. Yeah. yeah, the greenhouse. The greenhouse scene. Oh, is it when Ray Winston's there? Um, Snooker boy in the song. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, and there's a, there's a small boy that gets completely, he, he gets annihilated, his arsehole annihilated yeah. in, in a greenhouse. Um, Where's but, your fucking soul? Mm, yeah, that's fucking soul. It's fucking soul, bosh. Okay. Is that something you'd fear as well? What? <laughs> getting raped in a boy's prison <laughs> no just like I've been your, I've been anally probed in a sexual set, setting uh, in a sexual setting depends because I've never had it so I might it might start and I might actually be like I, do you know what this is alright I see I don't never, knock it till you try it I've never, I've never had it and I uh, I'm not sure I'm not sure I'd, you're not I, having I'd, a finger on the bum while having the BJ n- never you've got a rubbish man you've got to get out more I've had, I've, had, I've had a thing up this. Well, this just feels weird. I just don't know. I don't know if I should let my bowels go. Or oh. So, because that's definitely happened, don't. So, that's, so, I'm a bit like, well, where do I go with this? <laughs> so, yeah, I've kind of just said, yeah, don't do that anymore. <laughs> At what point? At what point? Afterwards. Well, uh, uh, afterwards. So, uh, yeah, afterwards. Listen, love. Like the, the debrief. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you, you sit her down. Yeah. It's a bit like imagine the day after the game, you know, you've yeah. got like, you know, you're circling things <laughs> in the room. on a whiteboard. <laughs> yeah. This thing, like. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to shit myself. <laughs> Don't do that again. I had, a ma- I had a mate who went for a series of girlfriends and he really enjoyed it, so we asked him to like do it and he was telling <laughs> like us about trip. it. Yeah. So he was, he was telling us about it and we were like, well, what does it actually feel like? And he said, you know that feeling when you're getting chased? <laughs> I went, yeah. He's like, it's like that. It's <laughs> that nervous excitement. I was like, so for years we called getting fingered up the arse, getting chased. <laughs> oh my That's god! That's amazing. Absolute classic. Getting chased. Getting yeah. chased. So yeah. I like, like people I talk to. Think I'm, I'm weird because I've never stuck my own finger up my own arse. <laughs> People look at me and go, what, never? Like, not even just to see what it feels like. No, I've never done it. I will never do it. It's 2019. Yeah. I know, but it feels like I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm, I'm a fucking stooge. Like, I'm, like, I'm bringing like, the, the sponge sponge. 
Because I haven't stuck a finger up my own ass. You've got to do it, man. I, mean, you, you I read, don't have to do it. You're reading that book. I love dick. You've got a kind of. I'm yeah, not exactly. reading it. I just took a picture. Just commit to it. Yeah, like Tom Ford's right. You know, you've got to feel a bit of penetration to. That's right. To empathise. That's yeah. right. Fair point. That is true. Did we? We didn't really expand on that properly. No, I mean it was it was a scut. Yeah. Maybe when you know maybe, maybe, <coughs> when there were kids in the room. Maybe we've, we've been there long enough. Um, yeah, fair enough. All right, let's go. <laughs> Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Sports Social Podcast Network.